You are now entering the box. Hey, we are back on another episode of Inside the Box here with my sister from another mister. No, my sister-in-law is here, uh, <laughs> Lindsay Winkler. Welcome, Lindsay. Hello. Thank you for having me. Yes. Thank you for coming on. And I'm going to start this at the beginning here before I forget a question that I ask every business owner guest, uh, hardest part of being a small business owner. So just keep that in the back of your head. We're going to revisit it at the end. Sounds good. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Lindsay here is my wife's sister and, um, she recently opened up wild thorn beauty. Do you want to give us a little studio? Yes, give us a little intro what that is. Um, So I feel like, especially in the beauty industry, especially in the Midwest, um, we don't have an aesthetics, um, an aesthetic studio that just specializes in those services. So with coming in with Wild Thorn, I wanted to only focus on those services, not a jack of all trades, a master of one. So when you come into the studio, we have multiple artists, lash artist, microblading artist, um, skincare revision uh, therapist. So everybody specializes in their specific niche. Um, instead of going to a hair salon and getting waxed at the shampoo bowl, you get to come into our one of our treatment rooms and we specialize in waxing. Yeah. And, and that's a good thing to do too because... Uh the, the way you stated that is very good. Just a lot of businesses, like you said, they try to just do a lot or do it all, but then don't become like super good at one thing. <laughs> yeah. So I definitely feel like in my career, I get to really focus on permanent makeup. And that was definitely with um, entering with Wild Thorn was I wanted to kind of train everybody else in like the waxings that I do and be able to share all the information that I've learned from being able just to hone in on all the aesthetic services. Cause I started as a makeup artist, you know, me and Jessica right. were the dynamic duo. <laughs> Jessica's killer at updo. So, yes. and she has been in the industry for a lot longer than me. So she would have the clientele and then she was like, Hey, check out my sister. She's really good at makeup. And then we would do all the bridal parties and quinceañeras for and sure. all different things. And some awesome Halloween makeup. Yes. <laughs> Love me some special effects. <laughs> Anyone ever uh, saw any of my good Halloween costumes? Most of that was credit to Lindsay as far as my scrapes and <laughs> gashes. And those are fun. I love Halloween. Definitely my favorite month. Yeah. Um, well, one thing I do want to say, a lot of people don't know, uh, Lindsay and I, I guess on a personal level, you could say, uh, but we have had disagreements in the past. We've bumped heads, but I do want to say... Uh, I think we've gotten past that, and uh, Lindsay, I love you as a sister, Oh, thank you. and I'm very proud of what you've built and what you're doing. Thank you. That means a lot. Definitely two strong personalities colliding, (laughs) and you know we both go hard for our family, Yeah. so I feel like that's kind of where the disagreements lie, but over time, we definitely, yeah, we realize- Family's mutual now. (laughs) Yeah, we're all fighting for the same cause, so direct our energy in the same direction, for sure. sure. Well, uh- you know, like I said, just I think it's been, you know, I, especially for what I do, I think it's cool to watch what you've done because you've built your business. I mean, yeah, I think you had some help from Jessica, like you said, just having the clientele, but, or, you know, the background, be able to recommend you. But 
a lot of your business was built through social media. Yeah, very organically. So that's like when I came into Wild Thorn and the pandemic and having employees now, it was time to kind of pivot. And that was one of the hardest checks to let go was the marketing check <laughs> because I've never had to do that before. Yeah. Everything's been word of mouth and that's like really the best way mm-hmm. and the most um, efficient. You know, when you see something on somebody else's face and women start oh, to yeah. talk about it, sure. it's like, oh, I love this service. You should definitely invest. Um, it changes your life life. So, and I'm so grateful for what I do because when I did open wild thorn, I could focus on the permanent makeup, which I'm most passionate about. And with, uh, we were just talking about like continuing education classes and how they have made everything virtual. So I do want to get into other things, you know, there's not a, um, I really want to get into areolas like for, cause, uh, that? nipple tattooing. Oh. Yeah. It's so realistic. Oh, for like, uh, like breast cancer yes, type things survivors. Mm-hmm. Cause I've, I've been in contact before, with a lot lot of cancer patients yeah, and you donated some brows to one yeah, for those yeah. That don't know and um, that was for breast cancer awareness, awareness month yeah, yeah that was awesome and just like a lot of other people that book appointments whether it's thyroid issues or had a young man come in and he had alopecia problems now is that because they lose hair during that stuff Right. So you help do like the brows and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Just give them a sense of normalcy through all that craziness and all that change. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I still feel like myself. I still feel very put together without trying at all. And that's the thing about going to a microblading artist that it's really good about what they are very well diverse in what they do is they can create a shape that's best for your face yeah. and that really enhances all your other facial features so yeah it's when amazing. you don't have any hair on your head you can have a statement brow and for still sure. feel put together so wear that hat and then look good yeah <laughs> you're so cute no girl. the uh it's really actually uh let's have uh, let's just pull up some pictures ryan you want to go ahead and pull up a couple i don't know i'm, I'm guessing probably not many w- most women probably know what it is at this point, but, but microblading uh, is basically like almost tattooing eyebrows so, on. Yeah, it's a more superficial tattoo. So you get all those individualized hair strokes. So back in the day, you had like very harsh tattoos that implanted the pigment super deep. So you had scar tissue with this. Um, it fades between one and five years. So eventually, if you never want it on your face, it will fade out completely yeah. with no scarring, no nothing, because it's so superficial. Yeah. Um, so I have clients that want to change and they can. You have that. Um, but yeah, super natural, really pretty. And then you never have to fill in your brows, but it, it's really rewarding when you get those people that have no eyebrows like I just did. Yeah. Um, Is that working? Oh, okay. Well, we're not going to pull up the examples, but we'll be sure to link those. So go check it out. <laughs> this is always, uh, we're always trying to like a, change things and try things on here and you know every day is a little bit of a learning process so but uh yeah it's pretty amazing like she said you know we've been helping with their social media now and videos and stuff and and i've just been seeing it a long time since she got started it's pretty cool to see what it does and you know my biggest thing is when you started it i knew it was and i don't know if women think about it like this at all but this is exactly how i would think about it is i'm like so how much time does a normal woman spend like doing her eyebrows in the morning and and you know you when we when i talked to you about it you said like 10 15 minutes at least and you know i look at everything on how you know time you don't have that's the only thing you can't buy is the only thing you don't have there's only so much time in a day so i was like man saving 15 minutes a day every single day for what, what does it cost about to, to do my for, for 15 yeah 
for four fifteen for uh, I was like that pays for itself. It's crazy. The time, time and time saving. again, so practical. I loved when we did our um, gift card Black Friday special. I had so many men come in there and purchase gift cards, and I'm like, this is the gift that we'll keep on giving for their so, significant yes. others. Nice, um, very practical gift that. It's hard to be artistic every single day and create two symmetrical brows mm-hmm. and have them look the same color as they did the day before. Yeah. Um, so we did a, a we did a video for her recently uh, for anybody that wants to check it out. It's kind of the process of doing it. And I had never seen the whole process, so it was cool for me to watch it too. Uh, it was very interesting. Yeah, the whole purpose of that video was to make people feel more comfortable because I have so many clients that are like, oh, I stayed up last night watching these horrible YouTube videos. <laughs> And I'm like, we have to come out with our own. It's not that traumatic, I promise you. And then after everybody goes through the experience, it's like, oh wow, I, I, you know, I thought it was going to be so much more painful, so much more harsh. Yeah. Um, especially the healing process. Everybody always gets so nervous. But I'm telling you that brow butter that Amy made for us. She's an herbalist here in town. We were Some using. Co- yes, it, it helps you heal so fast. You get so much pigment retention. And um, it's local. Yes. And awesome. it's all organic, all natural. So we love that stuff. That is cool. That's cool. You, you had her. How'd you guys connect? Uh, me and Amy have known each other for a long, long time. We worked together back in the day at Wet Seal at White Oaks oh, Mall. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so is that this, place still there? No, it went bankrupt like so many years ago. White Oaks and then we went to icing together and worked there. And then she moved. Um, and then she yeah, started her herbalist journey. And then I was doing yoga pretty heavy. And then we got into herbs. And I nice. was like, there has to be something better. And there is definitely something better. And she created it. That's cool. Yeah, local supporting local for sure. Um, now, Lindsay, before she started, this it's always kind of weird, like talking to somebody that I know a lot about. <laughs> so it's like I'm not asking questions. I, I got to like frame it like I know a little bit, but then let you explain. But uh, let's talk about a little bit like at the very start, uh, you know, like you said, you were doing makeup and then uh, you transitioned, you pivoted, which was a very smart move, obviously. Uh, how did that come about? Like, how did you decide, like, you know what I mean? When did you make that decision? Yeah. So I started, you know, I actually, first conversation was with Jessica. I said, hey, I just found out I'm pregnant. Um, I need a career, something that's going to be able to provide. And I'm very artistic. So something that I'm going to be passionate about, because I feel like when you're passionate about something, success kind of follows. For sure. So I had the conversation, like, I think I'm ready to start cosmetology school. Went to USCA, hate doing hair, hate it. Um, And aesthetics was so my calling. So I finished early, got to hang out in the aesthetics classroom um, with our amazing trainer, Lindsay. And then went to the salon that Jessica was at and started as the only esthetician. It was so much fun. I got to create the menus. So that was a good segue for eventually opening my own business, right? Like, yeah, all part of the process. Um, and then I started building a clientele, building a name slowly, but surely it's a grind when you first come out of school. Yeah. Especially in that industry. Yeah. You're getting 40%. You're waxing tooties. It's like, man, I need more. (laughs) And then you, you get hungry and people kind of hype you up and you see you, you start to realize your worth and then you kind of get pushed out of the door in this industry. It's kind of a doggy dog world. Oh, you want to make more, but it's like. 
Yeah. Especially at a commission. And you got to take that jump. Yeah, especially at a commission salon. You know, they're taking their cut and it's like. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, really, what are you providing? Yeah, good room, but it's like, ah, I'm ready for more. Yeah. So I feel like, yeah, it's all been very, um, I don't want to say organic again, but again, yeah, it's just kind of pushed me through and propelled me through. And yeah. um, then I went to a self-proprietor, which is just like an independent contractor out of a booth rent salon. Mm-hmm. And then again, a lot but, more learning curves. But when did you, so you were doing makeup. At what point did you catch on to this uh, like microblading? Cause that was the first big transition. Yeah. First big transition was I was at a commission based salon and then went to another commission based salon and I apprenticed. So, um, at the salon that I was working at, she just had got certified, not very comfortable with it. I was naturally very comfortable with it. I had been creating brows for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're used to what you, you want it to look like. What it I is. think it's a lot of visual, right? Like I can see something that's not there mm-hmm. that I can put there and yeah. will enhance. So yeah, very visual. And then, yeah, that relationship, I was working too hard. Did you see like a, how did you find out about microblading? Um, continuing education magazine. I was going through, I was tinting brows for so long and I was like, there has to be a service that lasts longer, looks more natural. And I was reading a continuing education magazine and they talked about this service that was going to change the industry and the the class was in the UK. And I actually (laughs) told my dad, (laughs) which has always been a a pretty positive supporter of mine. I said, hey, I might need a small loan because I'm going overseas (laughs) to take this class. Of course, he thought I was crazy. And then upon more research, I found a class out of Chicago. Yeah. (laughs) And Jessica was actually my model and I had been waxing and tinting her for a long time and then that night i did mine in the hotel room i was like i love this service and i want it done on myself yeah well i remember when you started doing it i was like i said i was like man that's crazy just the time it saves and i mean most women probably aren't thinking of it that way they're probably thinking of just (laughs) man these brows look so good (laughs) (laughs) well i mean just think about like i know jessica and i in the morning you know, we're rushing to get the kids ready and, and, and I'm rushing to get out the door. She usually has a little bit more time, but just an extra 15 minutes to spend with your kids every morning or relax for a second. Uh, it's just crazy. Or an extra 15 minutes of sleep. Like that's a 15 minutes is a long time. That's a quarter of an hour. And <laughs> 15 minutes is if you're pretty good at drawing out eyebrows. Most people it's longer. longer. Yeah. Um, but uh, I remember just, I was like, man, that's crazy. Cause Really, you were, at least I feel like, I mean, I'm, you know, obviously I'm probably out of the loop on women's makeup and stuff, but I felt, felt like, I remember thinking like, man, she's like the first person in the area to be doing this. Yeah. It really felt like. Yeah. I was definitely like in on it pretty early. Um, and that was just by fate and following. Yeah. The, well, I mean a little bit, a little bit of fate. You were reading, you were researching, you are honing your you know staying interested in what you're doing and looking what's new trending and everything. yeah but definitely fall into the right um salon at the right time yeah she had just got into it she really wasn't confident with it and i was the exact opposite and that's why that relationship kind of went south because i was so much better <laughs> was uh, <laughs> uh was it like getting into that was it like scary doing that on people's faces. You know, I get that asked a lot, but no, I don't think it's scary. I think it's so rewarding. I mean, uh, like a lot of feedback from the video that we shot not that long ago about the whole experience was like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize there was so much blood. And it's like... I remember asking him like, so is it okay to show us this blood? It seems (laughs) kind of crazy. (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, it's kind of good to know, though, I guess. And just, I don't know. Yeah. It's so when balance. I first started, public health made you have these like bio um, hazard bags that you had to like put all your waste in. And mm. but then since the it's realize it's not as crazy. Yeah. You don't have to have biohazard bags. There's really not a lot of blood. Um, and there's epine- epinephrine in the second numbing, which is a blood restrictor. So after that second pass, blood pretty much yeah. dissipates. And I mean, if you think about just like getting a paper cut or some, you know what I mean? Like you're going to bleed like, it's and you got to think the face is so vascular. Yeah, so I mean, you're comparing it to your hand. Yes. It's not but like you have a gash. It's, it's bleeding everywhere. I mean, I guess in a video it can look a little crazy, but well, yeah. And then you're putting pigment on top of it. So, and then you're putting a secondary numbing. So you think it's a lot more blood than it actually is, but yeah. So there's stuff mixed in there with it. Yeah. The, uh, so, uh, as she said, she was at a, um, you're renting a, a space for a while. How has the transition been from the renting a space to now like having, I mean, you were a, a business before, but it was just you. That's all you had to worry about. And I know from, from running a business, having employees, how tough it is, how much head, how many headaches there are. How has that experience been for you? Um, amazing and scary all at the same time, right? Cause you have that, I perform well under pressure. So that's how I knew I had to take this next leap of faith in opening my own salon and expanding and being able to teach. And, but it does teach you a lot about yourself, like with working with other people. Yeah. Cause I got really comfortable in that four years when it was just me come and go, I'm just communicating with the client, but yeah, now it's like you have employees. It's like, am I communicating efficiently with you as what I want you to execute? And then and on top of that is training and making sure that um, your employees have the confidence and the skill set that they need to do to perform these services just as well as you do. Because again, just like it took me so long to build up my reputation and my name, my employee that, you know, now just, you're kind yeah. of putting your name it's on like, there oh with, it, with your business. That is a scary thing. And, uh, you know, like when I hired, uh, when, when gone through hiring or whatever, and, you know, I've had to let go of different aspects of the business and let them kind of trust them to do things. Um, you know, one of Ryan came to me one time cause he was letting go of something he was doing for another teammate to do it. He's like, it's kind of hard to, to, to let go of that, to trust them to do it. I was like, I know. I was like, think of that. I got, I'm let, trying to let go of every, you know, not everything, but I'm trying to, you know, let you guys run with stuff. Think how hard it is for me to let go of Absolutely. all these aspects. Absolutely. Super hard. Cause you know, you just have a way that you do it and a way you want it to look and a way you want it to be. And it's like, not everybody's going to be the exact same as you. So you got to let a little bit of freedom. And stuff. Yeah. But on the counterpart to that is like, I did get so comfortable for four years of it only being my ideas and being able to collaborate with other like-minded mm-hmm. people. I feel like the business can just propel even more because I am bringing on people that are like-minded and mm-hmm. uh, very um, ambitious. Right. So we can collab on ideas. And um, I'm very grateful that I've, um, for the employees that I have now, um, I think that was one of the, that everything happened so fast, but that was one thing that happened this year is I had to let go of my first employee, which was like a really that awkward situation. Yeah. It's better to, uh, I guess one suggestion I can give there is a lot. I feel like, when you have somebody that's not either like vibing or you just, I, 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 typically it seems like you feel it right away. I don't know if you felt that way, but like I've had a couple people I've had to let go. And after like the first week or two, like I was just kind of like, I don't 
if I feel, if I'm feeling this or not, you know what I mean? And it seems like with the ones that have stayed, I knew, like, I almost knew right away. I was like, all right, this, this is going to work out well. I could tell, yeah. but the other ones is, and then like a couple, you know, one of them, I kind of let drag out and I probably should have just let him go earlier when I knew it, you know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, it seems like sometimes, sometimes you can tell, I guess, how has your experience been? Did you, did you feel right away or was no, it like, Oh, I'm yeah. such a bad judge of character. <laughs> I see the good in everybody. I'm like, Positive it's okay. Over, yeah. yeah we'll It'll get through. better. It literally. <laughs> let's just talk about it. Okay. Like yeah. we can have difference of opinions. Um, that is a big thing though. And I've, I've talked about that a lot is like just being able to have a conversation and be open and make, trying to make people feel like that that's is how it is. Uh, and I try to do that. I don't know how good of a job I can do. You'd have to ask my team, but I'm, you know, I'm always like, if something's wrong, just talk to me, tell me, uh, let's talk about it. Uh, you know, if you don't like something I'm doing or you have an opinion, like in the end, more minds are better than one. So, uh, Absolutely. you know, there might be a way that I want something done, but I'm open to suggestions. You know what I mean? Yeah. And maybe my way isn't comfortable for you. So it doesn't, it's not as efficient as your way. So you can do your way. I can do my way and we can still get the same end goal. Mm-hmm. Um, that's definitely not how it happened in my situation, right. but <laughs> <laughs> just like we can have a conversation. Um, but yeah, that was one of the things that I didn't think that it would happen this early in the game, mm-hmm. especially cause with this, um, I did teach her so much for so long. So you had kind of an investment yeah, in it. It's, I'm very invested in all my employees. Uh, I feel like you kind of have to be. Oh yeah, for sure. And then, it, yeah, it sucks definitely if someone leaves and you like spent a lot of time with them. It's like, God, I just wasted so much time. <laughs> yeah, like, but, I wish uh, I could have just, just yeah. <laughs> but again, part of the game. Yeah. The uh, So your opening a business was definitely a little different than what I went through. You know, I, I rented a spot, but I don't have a lot of people coming in. So I was just able to slowly build, you know, put stuff on the walls, do random stuff in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had to go through opening like a storefront and the having an inside that people are coming into and everything how was how was that how was that process on top of a pandemic that yes, no that one has for sure. I didn't even think about i forgot we forgot to mention that yeah because you were you opened right when it started right so the opening date originally was supposed to be april 1st right. 2021 and this all started in march yeah so 2020 2020 okay yeah. Um, so yeah, then the pandemic hit and then all salons weren't able to practice at all. So you were invest you, cause you'd put money down, you're invested, the construction's all getting that. done and then it's like, Hey, there's a pandemic. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it was like, everything happened at once. Like not only are you so fearful of just opening a business for the first time and having employees for the first time, but it's like, no one could have ever projected this pandemic. And I can remember getting on the phone with the banker and saying, Oh, you didn't predict the plague. You didn't put this in your business plan. Oh no, I definitely missed that. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I can remember when I went back into cosmetology school, however many years ago, seven, eight years ago. And my mom was like, this is one of those things that if anything, like if shit was really to hit the fan, people are still going to (laughs) come. Women are not going to want to give that, that up. And that has reigned true. It Mm -hmm. honestly has. I've been very grateful that in this pandemic, I have had the the storefront that I do. So it's a lot more space because the place that I was at before, it was 13 hairstylists. It was me in a back room. Now at the studio, 
most Small of the time room. it's just me in this big old studio so it's really clean it's really safe so that's been really grateful uh that's been a really good thing during this time as well and then yeah but everything that people tell you to kind of prepare you for like a, it went out the window yeah. because everybody had to pivot everything what you knew is not what you know now yeah that was tough that was crazy that <laughs> i remember feeling so bad for you actually that went now that you bring it up because i was like oh my gosh you're supposed to open and there's a freaking pandemic going on yeah and i knew you had so much money invested in getting it all going and then you know rent was gonna start and all this stuff and you know being in a strip mall i know it's not cheap like no. having like a nice storefront yeah there's yeah. a there's a, a price that comes with that Premium. um and you i know you had like all kinds of like cool like launch events yeah. you wanted to do and stuff and just yeah. kind of all got the kibosh yeah but so um i mean it, again it's been learning a, experience yeah <laughs> it's a learning experience for sure um and yeah you just learn so much and just know what to do moving forward how to like uh, trim the fat and be as most efficient as possible like yeah. the days that i'm there i try to give myself as many clients as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, How, uh, I thought it was neat when you were first getting started, you know, like, like we were talking about, you started a lot of this. You had a huge, uh, Instagram primarily. I mean, you weren't even using Facebook for a long time. I hate Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> if you're watching this on Facebook, she doesn't mean it. No, <laughs> no uh, that's what I, w- I thought was really cool because, Insta- I mean, Instagram was huge at the time already, obviously, um, but it was, how old are you? 28. So, we got, I mean, you're really a pretty young business owner and started doing very well for yourself self very young. Um, and it was cool to me, like I said, because we're a social media company and just seeing you do that using Instagram primarily in word of mouth and whatnot. But. Yeah. And it's so visual, like what I do. So I need to be able to have a platform where I can just shoot out all my work and, Instagram and, is Facebook and that pictures, was, yeah. and it's so fun. I love doing what I do. So the fact that I was able to get that following so fast and have it happened so organically, I was, yeah. Cause you were doing, good. I mean, you were even traveling to Decatur yeah, and stuff. That was fun. And uh, I mean, people still nowadays like hit me up and say, Hey, you want a guest spot in Champaign or you want a guest spot over here? Um, but it, I love the studio. Yeah. I hate packing everything up. It's, and, it's and fun. Maybe to people don't know exactly what that means. It's like a guest spot. So maybe elaborate a little bit on what that is, how that worked out. Yeah. So, um, well, the, the only time that I paired up with someone was in Decatur at mint salon, Randy, um, came over and had an appointment. She was like, Hey, would you ever be interested in coming over to Decatur at my salon? Um, I was like, absolutely. She booked me all day. I had, um, a lot of clientele in Decatur. I still do. And, um, so, so that was fun. Her, I would go her place and just do your thing. Basically. Yep. Um, she had had a room set up. I would go over there like one. it started out as once a month and then it went to once or twice a month and then it was once a week and I was like, no, this is too much. Just, yeah. A lot of <laughs> driving and it always would stink if you got no showed in between. You're like, man. Oh, I, for sure. Yeah. So no but, shows are already bad enough, but if you're traveled and traveled an hour and then you're getting no show. Yeah. It's like, what the heck? I just want to be home with my baby. But, um, it was super fun and got to expand my, um, 
clientele even further because there was even people from Champagne. And now it's really cool when people are like telling you that they drive four hours to get their eyebrows done or yeah. an hour and a half or from Chicago or wherever. Have you had people come Lots. four hours? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it is cool. And mostly just found on social media. Social also media, those people. word of mouth. Yeah. That's cool. Does, uh, how about uh, this new stuff? I know you, I know you started TikTok. You've been putting stuff on there. <laughs> I have one TikTok. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great video. <laughs> is it is it just fun one or are you it's using it for business? I don't know how to do it and I don't know how to do reels either. Uh, I'm just super old of, school with my Instagram. It is kind of weird to get used to it. The reels thing for some reason on Instagram was really complicated to me. I don't know why. I'm like, and I'm like a tech guy. I'm like, why is this so weird? Yeah. Uh, we'll have to look at TikTok though because I feel like like especially with what you're doing and like when I see people's stuff on there, you know, I do think of, I'm like, man, I feel like this would be good for her. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. It's just like, yeah, my technology mind isn't there. Well, it's it, what I've found too is as you, uh, you know, like own a business and you're running the business, it's hard to, you know, as you start to keep focusing on that stuff and like, and that's exactly, you know, like we're helping you with posting yeah. to Facebook and doing a lot of that stuff. Uh, and that's what a lot of our customers run into is they like doing it, like posting on social media and, you know, having that interaction. But as you get busy with employees and paying bills and, you know, managing mm-hmm. the business, it's so hard to stay on top of that stuff. It's mm-hmm. only, like I said, there's only so much time in a day. Yeah. I'm lucky that I still like to do it. I mean, right. I, that's how I grew my business is, and it's because I like it. Yeah. Like, and I'm grateful that they kind of parallel and line up that way that it's beneficial to the business sure. and it's still a creative outlet for me. Yeah. And I remember when we first started talking and I just remember, I remember I said to you, I'm like, look, you grew your business on Instagram. I kind of feel like you should <laughs> stay, do at least this do, is your do Instagram yourself. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, we'll just make sure we're getting it on Facebook and, you know, put the money behind it and everything. Cause it is important. Cause in the end, like, I know that, you know, we're, we're good at what we do, but especially for someone like you that grew their whole business on Instagram, like uh, it's hard, uh, like I, we're never going to have the same caption as you or have, you know, yeah, do the same yeah. thing. Uh, so it's when you've seen someone have success with it, you know, it's, you, you want to encourage them to keep at least being involved in it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what I tell all of our customers, you know, I say, uh, you know, I encourage you to post, uh, but let's just make sure it's coordinated somewhat. Uh, so it's not like, you know, you post right now and then all of a sudden 10 minutes later, our post goes up and we drowned out your post. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it's but good. I feel like no post is a bad post. Right, like, right. Oh, yeah. Even if mine does get drowned it, I mean, I just want the content to be out there. I just want my work to be shown. Yeah. Um, be, because I feel like I am the best at what I do. Uh, especially in this area uh so i want to get it out there mm-hmm. so well, you gotta admin. have that i mean you gotta have that confidence and uh i think i think people recognize that though i mean you could tell from your success i think people recognize that you're freaking good at what you do yeah and, <laughs> and wild Thorn's just a good vibe it's a good place i'm so glad that i did get to create that environment to it share cool with my clients there. because i uh I was working at uh, several salons and you have all these ideas that run through your head and you you're like, man, I can't wait for the day to execute on these. I can't mm. wait till I if am. If I was doing it, it'd be like, yeah, it would be so much better. And if there was a situation that came up, I know I could handle it better and I would just all for the client. So mm-hmm. yeah. And if, uh, if, if, 
if no if someone's watching this hasn't been there it's right over kind of by lowe's mr battery the new luminary grab Lu- java luminary right yeah. yeah and uh yeah grab a java right over there on the west side uh it's a very cool place and uh yeah definitely gotta go check it out good vibe yeah i get a service uh, so uh what's next what are you thinking you keeping keeping an eye on what's happening is there any, any new services coming out i know you said the aerial i'm definitely thing. taking lots of classes coming up um staying on top of your game yeah and and just um training with olivia more and more she's gonna touch me up so i'm super yeah she's got a hundred dollars off her all her microblading services for this month and then next month um i just want to kind of say something like because i could see somebody like being scared to go to somebody new that's just getting started but i mean that was you at one point right and you know it is it's not a cheap service by any means i mean it is if you look at the time it saves but someone getting a hundred dollars off on it is pretty sweet and then not only that Lindsay's overseeing stuff totally i'm there in the studio so if um olivia ever has a question she comes right into that room i pop right over make sure that you know i have my hand on it all the way but i would not let her out on her own if i didn't have the utmost confidence in her olivia is a very much a perfectionist which reminds me a lot of me and the most important thing with this service is just less is more right so she knows that i trust her judgment 100 percent. i'm gonna trust her with my face um so i mean i've seen her work we went through silicone skins we went through pigment there our um theory like this girl knows what she's doing so i wouldn't have put her out there i mean at the end of the day there's no rush there's so many other services that she could be offering Mm -hmm. but she's ready for this and people that don't want to wait a couple months or a couple weeks to get in with me then by all means olivia's your girl yeah um and that was again the vision of the studio was to teach um other estheticians this service how does it feel to be um providing and helping uh like providing somebody a career and helping them grow in that career amazing um it's kind of neat yeah it's (laughs) super neat and like again with the commission-based salon i was at like you tapped out like growth was they set you know the bar like this is as far as you can grow within this company and that's not how it is at Wild Thorn. Like eventually, if you have the clientele and you have the business and like you can eventually booth rent. I mean, we're a commission-based salon, but that's not where the bar is. I mean, I, these people could eventually be my business partners. So the sky's the limit. So you're open-minded on I'm what's going to happen. Yeah, you got to be. I'm so open-minded. And at the end of the day, like the girls that I hire, the girls that I work with, they are very much partners already. So for them to come on as far as like having other responsibilities in the business will only benefit me yeah. as well. I'll take some of the stress. It's hard being the only person running something. So I was talking about this on the last podcast uh Corey, who's my old boss at ace he uh he was talking about how it's nice because he's got his two cousins that are partners with him that own the business and you know they can talk about problems and try to figure out what's going on and how to solve them and you know i was like i was like yeah i was like well imagine not having two other people you trying to <laughs> figure it all out on your own and i mean i do have you know like my brother and whatever who i, I mean he's never owned a business but he's just a smart guy so uh, just there are some people that I talk to and some other business owners sometimes I'll ask questions to. But uh, in general, though, you know, nobody knows this business. So the 
decisions that I have to make. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, there's so many pros and cons. Like, yeah, pro is that you're not arguing with anybody and like having those tumultuous conversations and like bumping heads with somebody that you really care about because we've all seen that happen in business, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but then on the opposite side, it's like, wow, I have nobody to bounce ideas off of or come to me with an idea or like take the burden of this responsibility or right. go run and do this. Um, but my eight year old, almost eight year old daughter is very active in the business. (laughs) So I have a feeling one day she's going to be exactly that. There you go. (laughs) She is in there. She's learning what's going on. She is. The, uh, I was, I was watching actually a TikTok last night and it was like this business guy and he's, it was like, uh, tell me, it, it was, you know, it was like a split thing and it was like a girl. She's like, tell me something you know, that seems illegal to know. And then this dude that, I don't know, he's just a business guy. He like went into this long rant about how to like save money on taxes and stuff. And, <laughs> and it got into at one point and it was like, cause kids were forced out of school. Uh, there was something you could do. There was some sort of credit or something you could get for them being out of school. Mm. And then he was like, I heard about that. And then he was like, and then since they're out of school anyway, you just hire them. You could pay them up to $12,000 a year and then tax free. And he like went into all this thing. And I'm like, oh, you can pay your kid. <laughs> Is my kid old enough for that? <laughs> Is he justifying doing something? Yeah. But it was just kind of funny to listen to because that's what I was thinking about. Like, because, yeah, I mean, Briella's in there all the time and she's at a point where you, you know, go sweep the floor. And yeah. I can justify paying you. Yes. Yeah. Here's $5. I, I know. I told or her I was going to. $12,000. Uh, yeah. I'll give you $5. <laughs> it's all going to college either way <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> no that's funny how has it been uh you know one thing i know i knew was going to be challenging is starting a business and having a child that was as young as brielle is mm-hmm. um, and now it's in, especially with the pandemic mm-hmm. i mean she was out of school uh, again another blessing right blessing yeah. on blessing on blessing because i work with a bunch of amazing women all my clients amazing women they understand that mothering comes first right and i'm teaching her skills that otherwise she wouldn't have learned in school social skills everybody talks about how welcoming and how not shy and social briella is and i do feel like it's because of that atmosphere and yeah she's just a sweet little girl and she asks them if they want a beverage when they come in she's learning money skills yeah she's learning how to communicate how to shut down a business how to run a business the sacrifice of a business um so a lot of things that she would have otherwise not had the opportunity to be right there front row to see mommy accomplish Mm -hmm. are you are you like uh i know like uh, one thing i started doing when i was around her uh, you know, at a young age and I could see her being very like, uh, what's the word I want to use? I, responsive. Well, just like, I just remember I, I made the decision at one point to really explain why I'm telling her something. Like, I'm like, don't do that. But then, you know, at first I was just saying no. And then I was like, well, I don't want to just be the no guy. The no uncle. Why is he always telling me no? <laughs> and Briella is so inquisitive. It's yeah. like, why? Why no? Yeah. So then I would just, you know, explain it like, well, this is what happens when you do that. And it leads to this. And I just would try to slowly do it. And it seems like uh, 
in my head, I'm like, you know, just doing that is so much better than just telling a kid no. Definitely. Uh, so anyway, what I was getting to is when you're going through that stuff with her and she's there for that, or are you like talking with her about it and Definitely. explain what's going on? Yeah. yeah. I try to have her as involved in po- as possible and explain to her um, what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. That that's way cool. she's more empowered to make better decisions. And yeah, I feel like that's definitely worked. For sure. So, um, oh, what was I going to say? I just lost track, lost track of thought there. Been doing so good. <laughs> it's been flowing. <laughs> it's about to happen. <laughs> no, uh, well, it, so let's just jump to that question because it usually leads into a pretty good conversation. What has been the toughest part about running your balance, small business. balance, balance, balance. You know, when I decided I was going to open this business, it was a lot of stress and just a lot of worry, right? Like no one wants to put themselves in an uncomfortable situation, especially coming out of one room that I was paying a very low amount and keeping all the revenue. That's a yeah, very comfortable situation. For sure. And then it's like, all right. Now I was actually surprised you were doing it a little bit. Yeah. I was like, I don't know if I would do that if I was her. <laughs> I was like, there's a lot of stress that comes with the business. But like you said, you know, you want to like do stuff and try stuff. And, and give these women careers, yeah. right? Like I, saw the impact that it had on my life and like how awesome it is to come into a studio work really hard be able to have that like gratification that you get from your clients about telling you how amazing you made them feel your work I mean it's it's a great environment and I want to create that amongst other estheticians and also give Springfield something that it's been missing which is an aesthetic studio um, this is where we specialize in the those fine-tuned detail that create a better overall picture. Mm-hmm. This isn't your hairstylist waxing you at shampoo bowl, right. you know? So, yeah, there was a lot of reasons to go into business on top of, like, my own personal reasons and to prove it to myself. Um, and, uh, yeah, I feel like eventually you just get to the point that it's like you can't grow anymore. I was trying to train people in that, right. uh, but it's just like that's not conducive. So it's like you got to go to the next leap. You got to step up. And it's only been good, but the definitely the hardest part, especially with being a single mom, is the balance of it all. But you do. You learn how to weave everything together and make a stronger cloth from all those fibers. Um, so it's yeah. It's all good. Because you were, uh, I remember like, I was like, man, she's used to just going and traveling whenever she wants. And yeah. like, hey, now, <laughs> doing it's like, a little different when you got a business and employees and you got a problems and stuff. You got to address bills to be paid. Uh, I've definitely tried to automate bills as much as possible so definitely. I don't miss any. <laughs> I'm like, just auto charge that thing so I don't got to mess with it. Um, how about, uh, you know, one thing we didn't get into is guy services. Yeah. People think that, you know, it's just a, a beauty salon or a beauty studio for women, mm-hmm. but yeah. you do a lot of stuff for guys also. I love, yeah, I love doing services on men just because I feel like they, they are overlooked when it comes to... Well, there's probably a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a guy probably feels like weird going in 
there are some I th- hope like not. some guys though like yeah. not all but yeah. some definitely yeah uh, um, i know like when the first time i ever got my eyebrows waxed i was like i don't want to do this this is stupid i'll just shave them no uh, terrible idea yeah it's not <laughs> it's not a good idea no. and uh it lasts longer anyway it does last longer it depletes the follicle so it regenerates less and less so you're creating more work when you shave and it doesn't last as long and it grows back blunt um, so yeah, there's definitely more options, but I feel like now men are taking care of themselves even more it's starting, I think, it, to yes. become more of a normal thing. Um, like. and looking at your beard again, we were on, uh, um, TikTok the other night and they were waxing beards, which all that you got to think going you, against like the a grain. Short, though, like, yeah, I mean, you would have to trim it down do you mean, like, to a wax. Shaping them. Yeah. Shaping um, with wax. It's interesting. a clean line. <laughs> and again, then that hair doesn't grow back blunt. You don't have those, um, ingrowns, the problems with ingrowns and, you know, ingrowns can lead to hyperpigmentation. So a lot of times on necks you get those dark spots. Mm-hmm. So wax it. Yeah. Or, I've been pretty lucky that I, uh, I don't get many ingrown hairs, but I know a lot of people that shave and stuff do get, a, do get them in their problem. Yeah. Um, the, uh, so what all services do you find men getting? Uh, like um, what kind of stuff? Yeah. So waxing services for sure. Like back, chest, shoulders, um, even other more intimate areas <laughs> if you're into that too because we do those services too you know that was like jessica loves to tell that story <laughs> um but all the waxing services yeah. we love to do those and then nose waxes for men are crucial it's just the superficial hairs so you just it's just cleaner it looks nicer eyebrow She's waxed waxes. my nose it's not that bad no it's really not if you haven't tried it i highly suggest trying it yeah and you know, guys, you see some hair sticking out or of your nose. Well, I'm not, I know what we're talking <laughs> about, guys. I'm just saying, you know, guys, you know, you see those hairs sticking out of your nose. Uh, it's not, it's a normal thing. And uh, I've funny. had it and I've had her, well, she offered to do it <laughs> probably because I had a hair sticking out of my nose. <laughs> and uh, it's not that bad. No, it's, it's way better than tweezing one, just removing all of no. them. Um, but we have a really new, a cool new service. It's called the alkaline wash. So we're calling it our liquid laser. So it is a depilatory that goes down. So it essentially like erodes the hair. So multiple treatments are needed, but eventually you're hairless. So about two treatments. So like in your center brow or something, would you do that? Yeah, you could do center brow. You could do your whole back if that's Mm. a really hairy area. Some guys do have super hairy backs. Yeah. Um, chest. So do you just scrub it all over the back? So it's soaped almost? No. So it's an alkaline wash. So it's, it raises the skin to like a 12 pH. So no, you don't want to do any sort of scrubbing. It's a very gentle process. It's a hundred percent painless. But you just like wash it all. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It goes all over the back. It hangs out for about 10 minutes and then we remove it. And then we just ask that you're nice and gentle with your back, no scrubby or abrasive Hmm. um, products. And then you come back in and like either two or three, weeks and then we do it all over again in about four treatments and then you'll be hairless because it goes down into that follicle and erodes it i know so that's a service that we're going to be offering um come march getting ready for spring and summer services and then getting cleaned up for facials for men pool and pool and lake body yes (laughs) (laughs) lake body (laughs) 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 um uh 
But then facials too for men. Also, I gave you a facial yeah. way back Felt in the good. day. Yeah. I actually was thinking the other day I want another one. Mine's kind of weird because I have a beard, so I get like a half facial. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when you were doing it. I was like, ooh, right here. But it did feel good, and my skin felt good afterwards. And actually, I, I think, did I say it to Jessica? I don't remember if I said it to her or not, but I was like, I remember thinking not too long ago, I was like, I need to get another another little facial from mm-hmm. her. Just clean, clean out the pores. <laughs> yeah, get exfoliated, reset that skin, nice and hydrated. A lot of people are really dry and flaky right now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, those are definitely good services. Dry to get. times. Got and some. Got. I know. I know. We've done a tip video. If anyone's watching that, you got got tip yeah. for tip for dry skin in this winter. CBE dryness. <laughs> Come in and get CBE because it's amazing and life changing, and it just makes your skin more hardy and uh, ready to absorb other products. So it's definitely a good product to have. All right. Well, uh, guys, get in there. I, uh, like I said, she's uh, waxes my eyebrows, has waxed my nose, and I have gotten a facial. And uh, it's all been good, good stuff. Yeah, your friend was just in. I got to wax off some triangles. That was very necessary. Yeah, don't, <laughs> don't, settle, for, don't settle for bad brows. Mine are terrible, too. They get really long, like on the sides. I got like a so knife. coarse. <laughs> They're so coarse. They it's get so weird. Redheads, they have so much natural hair. And so coarse. It's funny because I don't get like... Because sometimes I wax you and you bleed. Have I? Yeah. Which is a good thing because yeah. that means you t- totally remove yeah. the bulb. Hmm. The, uh, I don't get like much back hair. Like a lot of guys get back mm-hmm. hair. I don't get much back hair. I do get like chest hair and stuff. But uh, yeah, the, uh, what, is there any kind of, uh, is there any kind of like skin tone or nationality that you find have get like a have like a lot more hair than most people i think it's yeah definitely nationalities east indian a lot of hair um and a a lot of just european people i Mm. think it's just again we were talking about this earlier before um but yeah just kind of where you're indigenous from and how your body adapted i mean right hair is warm it's also very absorbing to odor which i hate so less body hair is best (laughs) One of those sneaky <laughs> people up in no. here. No. Uh, <laughs> Especially men, sweaty. Yeah. For yeah. sure. It needs to go. Does uh do you have anything else that uh any other special services or anything I would like to hit on or yeah. or uh, educate people on? Um, so our C B D facial is rolling out in March. We're going with the all green theme for Saint Patrick's Day and Ooh, my birthday idea. month. Yeah. So we're gonna have our C B D facial, which is gonna be our luxurious, most relaxing facial. So it's really just to help desensitize. A lot of good things happen when you let go of that stress. Your body just can absorb more product. Um so the CBD facial is our most relaxing facial, and that's going to come out in March. We've been working on a protocol, very specific, um, for and the, there's so many, and you can touch on all these, but there's so many other medicinal value and other things that um, CBD can help with yeah, inflammation, for sure, skin. I mean, it's so good. So Emma has been hard at work working on a good massage and nice. protocol for the CBD facial that we're going to come out in March. And then, yeah, we're going to just try to get, um, yeah, that'll be awesome. Yeah. CBD. Uh, it's interesting. I wish they would do some more research on it or maybe they do and they just don't want to pharmaceutical companies don't want it to be out. <laughs> it's too good for them to know. <laughs> 
the uh yeah it, uh you know i was uh and obviously i'm no scientist but uh with the covid and everything i was curious because in general cbd uh i, I mean there's no scientific uh, proof or whatever but it uh, it reduces inflammation in mm-hmm. the body and my understanding of the coronavirus is it gets into your lungs and uh, it starts kind of attacking and your body overreacts to the attack and the immune system, when it overreacts to it, it causes swelling in the lungs, inflammation in the lungs. And uh, that's when you can't breathe and people have that shortness of breath. That's my 10 minutes of research I did on it. And then in my head, I automatically connected. I'm like, well, maybe CBD would help with <laughs> reducing the inflammation. <laughs> I wish we could advertise that, but it, uh, you know, obviously there's no scientific Yeah, do your proof, own research. No scientific proof to back that up. But I can't say that, knock on wood, I've been healthy this whole time. Yeah, even living it. with a... Yeah, everybody uh, that's gotten it, uh, I, I dodged it, whether that was out of luck or something in my... I was very... Uh, adamant on uh, taking uh, vitamins, uh, added like vitamin D, and then taking like CBD every day. Yeah. And I don't know if that helped me get through it or not, but I was that was one thing I tried to make sure I did all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've done some research on that and too, and I think that that's definitely a good reason why you didn't catch it. I hope so. Yeah. hope it keeps that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially with this new strand coming around. Yeah. Let's keep away. <laughs> We've got businesses to run over here. Does, uh, real quick, uh, before we wrap up, how about your that product line, that DK? DMK. DMK. Danae Mowgli King. Um, he also is the inventor of Biofreeze, which oh, really? a lot of people use. Um, it's I, all know, I know Jessica loves what yeah. you gave her. It's a paramedical brand, so all the uh, ingredients are super active. And it's also, chemistry-wise, it's all things that rely on your body as well. So it's very bioavailable um, for your body to consume. It knows all the ingredients. It's not un- anything unfamiliar. It's very what safe all, for breastfeeding mothers to use. What all stuff do you have, like for what kind of types of things? Like I know uh, like face wash. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's cleansers. I mean, there's uh, so many specialty items. So we say start with a cleanser and acid mantle replacement. So an acid mantle is just your natural sweat and sebation combined it creates a waterproof barrier on the skin which locks everything in so really important during this time Mm -hmm. so we say start with a uh, cleanser an acid mantle replacement and then a moisturizer and they are pretty pricey but again if in this industry you get what you pay for so a lot of industries but yeah when you're doing it to your skin and your body like and same with what i preach about cbd too make sure you're you know, get whenever you're ingesting something or putting it on, on your, your skin, skin your biggest like, organ yeah. of your whole body. Yeah. Treat it right. Invest in quality products. Definitely. So, and then there's so many specialty products and we're all, well, we're in the studio a lot of times. So if anybody needs a skin consultation or analysis or just recommendations with products and skin types, I mean, there's kits there that have a cleanser and acid mantle replacement and then um, a specialty product. So whether that's targeting hyperpigmentation or um, pore reduction drops or uh, vitamin A serums. I mean, there's so many, uh, there's so many things that you can combine to achieve your skincare goals. And most people aren't going to know themselves. They need to come talk. Yeah. Talk to the experts. (laughs) Let us recommend a regimen that's going to benefit you and realistic for your lifestyle as well. Yeah. 
So I think uh, they're very knowledgeable over there. Um, you know, we've been, you know, as we talked about, we've been doing a lot of videos and content for them and, uh, they, uh, a lot of interesting stuff. I think anybody that's, uh, cares about their skin, skin care and, uh, looking their best, you know, like she said, they specialize in it. Um, you're not getting, and I'm not, not that there's anything wrong with it, getting waxed at the wash bowl or whatever. It's a, you know, quick, convenient, whatever. But uh, in the end, you know, someone that specializes in it, does that all day, pretty much every day is going to just be a little better at it. A lot better. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Didn't want to beat him up too much. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> no, uh, no, Lindsay's amazing at what she's done. Uh, she's built uh, a business. She didn't have to take all the risks that she did to start this business. Uh, and I commend you for that. Thank I you. Uh, know you were doing very well beforehand and had it kind of, I don't want to say easy, but it was just convenient. You can come and go, make appointments when you want, take time off when you want, and you give a lot of that up uh, when you open a business and start one. So uh, it was cool to see. It's been cool to see you grow, and uh, I really appreciate you coming on today. Yeah, thanks for having me. I am also feel so proud of you <laughs> and everything that you are accomplishing. And, yeah, the family that you've created for my sister and the family that and you. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely grateful to be a part of it, and I love you. Yeah, you too. Love you too. <laughs> and uh, anybody that uh, wants to check them out, wildthornbeauty.com. Again, they're located right over by Lowe's and Mr. Battery and Grab a Java and a Luminary. Hot and spot. Uh, yeah, it's popping over there, building up. And uh, they have an awesome studio. Go check it out. Talk to them about your skin care and uh, looking your best. Make an appointment right online. And uh, what are the other employees' names? Emma. Olivia, Olivia Ivy I've, or Ivy yeah. uh, and uh, they're all great they're all nice great to talk to and super helpful kind people <laughs> otherwise they wouldn't be there <laughs> so we'll link everything below though and yeah you can make appointments right online and you said uh Olivia is a hundred dollars off. Yeah, microblading, microblading. services. Totally. I've, I, you know, I get questions all the time. Are you giving discounts? I've never gave a discount. Oh, besides, she's booked my out a couple months. All right, people. <laughs> <laughs> but I know a girl that has a discount yeah. right now. But it won't last long either because again. Um, this is a great service and we don't need to offer the discount, but we want to, uh, we want to put it in everybody's hands. Let people so try it out. Yes. And get, get a feel for it. Yeah. And it lasts a long time. Save that time. Time is money. Yes. Get out there. Preach. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Lindsay. Good chatting. All right. See ya. Bye.